Welcome to the Best Self Podcast. It's the podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling obligated, responsible and stuck in their life and are ready to embrace the best self and live the life they deserve. I'm your host, Nicola Fulstow, and today we're going to be talking about a really interesting topic. The topic today is about when it's time to let go and the difference between letting go and walking away and quitting. The person I'd like to thank for the inspiration behind today's podcast is a lady called Sue France. And Sue is a lady I've known for years and years and used to know when I was like on the networking circuit um, when I had my personal styling company and used to see Sue quite a lot. She used to organize networking events and is excellent at connecting people and putting people together and has a real way with words and put a post out. It was maybe, I don't know, about a year ago, maybe longer. And this post was about the discomfort we often have around quitting something and actually how that prevents us sometimes in life from letting go of things that aren't working. And I thought that was such an interesting topic and it really got me thinking. And as people know about me, I have experienced severe burnout where it affected me to the point like where it's mental, emotional, physical, just completely drained. I had nothing left to give. And a big part of the cause of that was being in denial about things that I wasn't happy with in my life, whether that was where I was spending my time, who I was spending it with, what I was spending it doing. And over time, the denial of that, that this constant feeling that, well, I, I should just do that. I should keep going. And if I just do that, then soon I'll have space and time to do that. And if I just, if I just, if I just, and it ends up where you get to a point where you've given so much and at times given things you didn't even have to give and you've become drained drained of all life. And part of that is the denial that happens where your heart speaks to you and goes, hey, you know, I'm not very happy about this situation or, you know, I don't really want to do that. Or that's a bit cheeky, but well, I suppose it's only a small thing. I'll just do it. Or, oh my gosh, another snack, (laughs) getting the kids another snack. And just life being a constant feeling of being in demand and not in a nice way, being in demand, obligation, responsibility, duty, all these really heavy words and not saying to yourself, actually, I am not happy to do that or I no longer want to do that or I think that person should do this or reaching out to ask for help. It's this constant holding on to everything and being very fearful of letting go. And part of that, I believe, is this idea we quit. We are therefore a failure. We failed at something. And it's this avoidance of feeling like failure. And when you look at it, it is a really subtle difference between quitting and letting go. 
that's what I want to explore in today's podcast. And I'm hoping, you know, my intention for this podcast is that if you are currently battling with a situation in your life or something where you feel like you need to make a decision around it, but it feels heavy and feels like there's a lot, a lot riding on this decision that I'm hopeful that this podcast might just give you some new perspective on it and maybe help you make a better decision in line with what's best for you for once. Because I know as a wife, a mum, a daughter, a sister, an employer, a teammate, a colleague, a friend, a neighbour, that sometimes we put aside what's best for us and sacrifice it in order to do the right thing or what we believe is the right thing. But in doing all the time what we believe to be the right thing or what is a nice thing to do really ends up just honestly dumping all over ourselves. What it ends up doing is saying that actually everyone else's needs are far more important than mine. And if you live your life like that day after day, week after week, month after month, and possibly year after year, that's when then you hit the brick wall. That's when one day, because you've not been listening to the messages within your life, you've not been listening to the feeling that, you know, I don't really like this or this isn't very comfortable. You've been stuffing them down to do what you think you should do. It's then that you hit the brick wall. So quitting versus walking away. I really like the sound of walking away. It feels nice, doesn't it? It feels kind of to walk away with your head held high feels like you're coming at something from a position of strength. Quitting feels like escapism. You know, it feels like running away from something that feels difficult. Escaping from something that feels like it's going to be a challenge. So I think that's a really interesting difference. And I think that over the years when you do spend your life, you know, living in this place where you do a lot of things for other people all the time, because that's what's the the nice thing to do, the good thing to do. I think that denial of what your heart wants to do, what you want to do, your own needs, over time, you develop less trust in your own instincts. And I think that's why I found in my life that when I was younger, like sort of my teens and twenties, I found it so easy to walk away from anything that didn't work for me. Almost to the point that I think like my parents must've been at one point, oh my goodness, is she ever going to hold down a job? Like I just honestly, if I ever got a job or had a boyfriend or anything like that, and all of a sudden just overnight, didn't feel right anymore, didn't like it, didn't enjoy it. I just, I just left. I ended it. And part of me looks back and thinks, was that irresponsible? And I can tell you now as a grown woman in my forties, I look back and think, no, good on you. That was the right, that was the right call. You were getting nothing out of it. You were never going to get anything out of it. My gut was right. So what's happened over the years is as I've got older and you know, as you get older, you inevitably, not inevitably, but you tend to gain more responsibilities, the house, the rent or mortgage, and then the partner, you know, who you're committed to. 
and then, you know, perhaps you live together. So you both have to contribute to the same house and then maybe you have kids and then it's all about them because they need you. You know, it's not, it's not a decision whether you can walk away or not. Once they're there, they need you. And that is why parental burnout is such a massive thing because unlike a job where you can just leave or get a new job or walk away or take a sabbatical for a bit, kids, yeah, sorry, mom, <laughs> you're in it. You don't get to walk away. You have to deal with it. So when it comes to quitting and walking away, there's a lot to be said for listening to your heart and using your head in a way to bring them both together in a way where you can make really informed but authentic choices about your life that are the best for everyone involved. You see, I think that when it comes to quitting, we're kind of indoctrinated at quite an early age, you know, through school and just the way that our culture is geared to not quit, like you shouldn't quit. You shouldn't give up. Kids should never give up. And actually, you know, when you when you look at kids, kids are so in tune with themselves. They're so intuitive. I do want that. I don't want that. And actually, I think there's a lot to be said for that. But we're told in school, you know, even if you're not good at something, you don't give up. You don't quit. You keep trying. You keep trying. And, you know, there are benefits to that because obviously when we're young, if a baby tried to crawl or to walk, and then obviously they don't do it first time, do they? If you were to just go, ah, forget it, give up on that, then, you know, that wouldn't be great. So there's a time and a place to push through and to be committed to a result and not quit. And I often find that there are times like that when you are facing what feels like a challenge. It's outside of your comfort zone and it fills you with fear. You're afraid to do something and you want to flee. You know, it's the that age old fight or flight response and you just want to get out of there because it is scaring you to death to do this thing and it makes you want to quit. And that could be, you know, you've got a new job and you've got like major imposter syndrome or you need to do something within your business and, you know, it feels quite like a big step and you're really putting yourself out there and you just, again, just want to quit and give up on it. Or perhaps it's potty training your two-year-old and it's just not going to plan and you just literally want to just leave it to someone else to do. I feel your pain there. Um, you know, and you want to quit. But there are times when your gut is saying to you, just get to the other side of this challenge. Just get to the other side and you will be winning. And that's when it's really important to tune into your heart and establish why it is you want to quit. Is it because you're afraid of stepping out of your comfort zone and facing a challenge? Or is it because genuinely it's something that feels wrong for you? So I'll give you some examples. So I remember, I don't know, maybe it was like 18 and I got this job doing telesales. And I, I remember walking in and I, I think it was like, you know, I can't remember whether it was even a basic wage or you just got paid on what you sold or how many calls you did. And it was just picking up the phone, 
with a phone book. I'm ringing people trying to sell double glazing. And I made one call and an elderly lady answered. And I felt so terrible. I found it so soul destroying and invasive that I apologized profusely to this lady for calling her and put the phone down and quit and walked out. And I can honestly tell you in my forties now, I do not regret that one bit. It was the right call. It was a soulless job. It gave me nothing of value. And I personally didn't believe it was giving anyone anything of value the way it was being approached. And I do not regret it in the slightest. That was a great time to walk away and it felt good. And then there have been other times where I have walked away from things, probably because I was scared, probably because I felt I wasn't ready to face the challenge it entailed. Like, you know, a meeting that I had to have, a conversation maybe, or stepping up. And I'll give you a prime example. This podcast, wow. This podcast took a year to even really get down a single episode because I kept walking away from it. I kept quitting. I kept giving up. And I shouldn't have said walking away from it because that wasn't what I was doing. I was quitting. There is a difference. It didn't feel good leaving it. It didn't feel good not doing it. It felt like excuses. And even though I genuinely was busy and genuinely there were a lot of things I was juggling, I knew I needed to prioritize this. It was important to me. And yet everything kept getting in the way. I allowed everything to get in the way and I kept quitting. And it didn't feel good. It felt like excuses. It didn't feel good. It felt like I was allowing the challenge of it to beat me and it did not feel good. So that's what I believe the difference is between walking away with your head held high, feeling full in your heart, knowing not only is it the best for you, but that everyone else involved as well is not going to be sorry about that. But even if at times, you, you know, as long as you know it's best for you to walk away and it is right for you, that is enough of a reason. Quitting is when stuff gets hard, when things are challenging, when there's a mountain to climb. And it's the equivalent of getting to the mountain, getting your boots on, getting halfway up and then going, do you know what? It's a bit harder than I thought this. I'm just going to go back down. There is no sense of pride, no sense of achievement, no sense of accomplishment in going back down before you've reached that summit. And it's almost like, when you're at the the base of the mountain, when you when you're getting your boots on, when you're deciding, you have to then commit. And I think that's a really important stage in making any decision because the worst place to be is that limbo place where you're like, should I? Shouldn't I? Should I? Shouldn't I? Ah, it's horrendous. So first, you have to get into touch with, you know. What is best for me? What does my heart want? Well, it actually does want to get to the other side of that challenge. I think it could be really great, but God, I am so scared of making an idiot of myself or falling flat on my face or failing, or possibly I'm afraid of what success looks like. What if I'm really good? What if it goes really well? 
What if then people demand more of me? What if it makes people jealous? What if people don't like me because I achieve something really good? All these things are the things that can prevent us from stepping up and stepping just outside that comfort zone. And I've talked about the comfort zone before in that I imagine the comfort zone as a circle and within your comfort zone is right within that circle. Just outside on the outskirts is where growth is. That's where expansion is. And we need to be operating more just outside that zone of comfort on a day-to-day, weekly, monthly basis. Because sometimes the big challenges come along and they're the ones that feel quite out of our comfort zone. They're quite outside the circle and they feel really hard. And they're the ones that make us feel like we want to quit before we've even got started. The mountain feels too big to climb. It feels overwhelming. We have no idea how we are even going to approach getting to the top of that thing. So we quit before we've given it chance, before we've given ourselves a chance. And that is just coming from a sheer place of fear. And I believe that is the difference between letting go and choosing to let go because it is the right thing and quitting because it's the hard thing that you need to get over. So quitting feels like the easy way out. It feels like fleeing, escaping the situation, and then you never have to think about it again because it's too painful to think of what you might have missed out on. Walking away makes you feel full. You feel proud of yourself. It was hard to do, but it was right to do. There's no regret. There's no what ifs. And that's not because you're in denial. It's because you've listened to your own heart. So are you in the process of trying to make a decision, uh, but being very indecisive about whether you need to move forward with something or whether you need to walk away? And is that indecision coming from a place of you really trying to work out the, the thing that you're trying to decide whether to do or not feels difficult and there's some fear involved there? And really the decision is, are you willing to face the fear? Are you willing to move through it? That's often where indecision comes from. You know what you want to do deep, deep down. Otherwise, there wouldn't be a decision in the first place. The decision has come from actions you have taken to get you to a point where there's a decision to be made. The pressure of the indecision is the privilege that has come from the work that you've put in. So for example, you've worked really hard in your job. You've been offered a new job or a promotion. And having read the description, you know that you can do most of it, but there's a few elements there that are like, oh, yikes, I'm really not sure. And not only that, but there might be some extra hours involved here. And I'm really not sure I want to commit to that. So the fear is all around the commitment and the fear of failure. So then you have to really step outside yourself and just make a choice. You could turn it down and never experience it and never find out. Or you could give it a go. And in your head, when you're saying you give it a go, that means forever. And that's why it feels scary. Or you could try it. And within 90 days, if you 
are just not making progress within it, not enjoying it, feeling like the hours are too much, you can ask, can you go back to the job that you had or move to a different job? Or you could go to them and say, hey, listen, I really appreciate the job offer. I'm confident in all these areas, but I'm a little unsure about the hours or the commitment that you require. I feel like I could, you know, commit to it if it was this or, you know, there's some negotiation that could be done. But really the whole indecision is coming around this idea that you either need to accept something as it is or run away from it. So if, you know, as they always say, indecision is the decision in itself. So if you have been sat thinking on and, you know, really trying to get to a decision, a lot of it is because you know what you really want. You're just scared to do it. You're scared to move forward with it. And that's when quitting comes in, you know, it just feels too big as an element of what if I regret it? Whereas walking away feels right. You know, that's not for me. That's not meant for me. But usually walking away from something comes as a result of at least having tried something and experienced it. It's only really then that you can walk away, I think. Because otherwise, how will you ever know? You will never know whether you walked away or quit if you've never tried something, right? You can only walk away from something you've had. So I think that's another subtle difference. If you step up, take on a challenge, try something and you're like, whoa, not for me, then by all means walk away from that. But are you trying to keep yourself small here? Are you trying to stick to that comfort zone? Is that the reason why you're considering actually walking away from an opportunity? Are you walking away from what you think it would look like rather than knowing for sure that you're walking away from something that isn't right for you? So I think it's all about how we define it. I think at the end of the day, this comes down to courage. It takes courage to make a decision to walk away or to quit. But actually, when it comes down to it, quitting, as in not putting your whole self in, giving up on something before you feel like you've given it everything, before you've really tried, I think actually facing up to a challenge requires courage and walking away from something you know isn't right for you requires courage also. Quitting is quite easy. And the areas sometimes where we want to quit, where we want to flee, where we want to leave, maybe our life's messages telling us they're the things we need to actually step up and face, step up and acknowledge, see if we can have a go. There's a quote by Johann Wolfgang von Goethe and he says, each indecision brings its own delays and days are lost lamenting over lost days. What you can do or think you can do, begin it. For boldness has magic power and genius in it. And I think that's a really inspirational quote that got me because there was a time in my life where I had lost 
faith in my ability to make the right decision. And I say the right decision when really I mean any decision. I had just got to a point where my whole life was a big ball of stuckness and indecision. And as he says, it was days and days lost, lamenting over days lost, rather than just getting out there and just doing what I felt, trying things, jumping in, feeling like I might fail, feeling like I might succeed, but just embracing that and seeing what happened. I lost that for a long time. And I'd always kind of liked that side of me that was spontaneous. And, you know, I, I remember the day I decided to go to university, it was like everyone had spent months, you know, really considering what universities they were going to apply for and applied through, you know, the system in the UK here is UCAS. And um, they'd spent ages applying and making sure they got the right grades. And I was like, man, but I don't know what I want to do. And then on the day I got my results, I thought, you know what? I feel like I want to go to uni. And it was like, oh, okay, to do what? And I was like, I don't know, maybe English. And I was like, there's no way you're getting into university now. Absolutely no way. It's the day of results. Are you mad? And um, got in the car and drove to the University of Manchester, which is the, the university I went to, and met with the, I don't know, what do they call the head now? I can't even remember the name. Principal? I don't know. I don't remember. But I met with her, a very serious and scary woman at the time and she interviewed me as to why why on earth she should give me a place I don't remember what I said I don't remember what I did I don't remember how I convinced her but I got in and it felt really good and I had the time of my life for three years there and I do not regret a single day of that and it was challenging the course that I chose was so hard <laughs> I reckon at times I probably did feel like quitting that but I decided when I joined, I'm coming out of this. I am coming out of this with a 2-1. And the first year that I did, I could barely pass any exams. I was I was just so far behind everyone else in the year. I, I just, yeah, I, I felt completely out of my comfort zone, but I committed. I'd made the decision and it might have been a spontaneous decision, but I'd made it and I was going to blooming well make it work. And I think that's where your power lies. But first, you've just got to make a decision. And you can know that you can make that decision, throw yourself in, give it your all and it not work. And that's okay too. But I think that that is the difference between letting go and quitting. It's okay to let go of the things that aren't working, but sometimes we have to try them before we decide we don't want them. So what's the decision that you need to make? Where are you stuck in indecision at the moment? Where do you feel like you just can't move the energy into action because you're going over and over and over in your head, the pros and cons, should I do this? What happens if I do that? What do you need to just do? What do you need to move towards? What do you need to embrace? And the only way you need to think of it is, is it going to expand you as a person? or shrink you. And I think that's where it has to come from. So what is the difference between quitting and walking away? I think we figured that out, but I don't think that was the real question. The real question was, what are you running from? What are you avoiding committing to? Because you're scared. So take action on that today. If you can do one thing, what is the one thing you have been putting off 
for days, weeks, months, maybe years, there's been a little thing in your mind that you feel like you should explore. Take one step to it, one step towards it. The minute this podcast finishes, I want you to take one step out of your comfort zone towards doing something you know would fill you up. Walk towards something. Or alternatively, let go of something you know isn't working. Your job's getting you down. Hand your notice in. You'll find another one. And often when I've been working with a number of people in the past, you find that once you create space by walking away from something or letting go of something or simply making a decision, everything in the universe rearranges itself to bring you the right thing. But you have to create that space by either letting go of what's not right for you or committing to something that you know challenges you. Both are challenging in their own right. So do it today. And I mean it, the minute you finish finish listening to this podcast, you've got to go for it. Because there's something that Mel Robbins calls the five second rule. And it's all about how if you don't do things, take action, make a move, in those moments of decision, those moments where you know you need to do something and you put it off. If you don't do something within five seconds, your brain goes, whoa, 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 just slam the brakes on here. We don't need to do that. You can do it tomorrow. And tomorrow becomes the next day and the day after that and the day after that. And before you know it, a year's gone by and you've not changed your life. Now, it may only be a little thing today that you need to do, but make a step. Make a step towards the thing you know is right for you. Walk towards or walk away, but do it now. Thanks for listening to the Best Self Podcast today. It's been an absolute pleasure and privilege to have you. Don't forget to follow or like the podcast and don't forget to tell all your friends as well. Get them over here, more the merrier. I'll catch up with you on the next podcast, but for now, keep on working on your best self. Best Self.